Good morning, afternoon or evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Lion Theory podcast for the version 2.0 revamped as demanded by the fans. First up, Stewie Adams, welcome back. Glad to be here, mate. <laughs> you look absolutely dusty as all hell, mate. What's going on? How do dusty. I look dusty? You're I thought you were a good boy. I think I look great. Me, I don't know. Any more buttons and there'd be a... Uh, well, mate, I'm a bit of a, you know, a playboy these days. It looks but, that way. No, um, you, have a good, you had a good Sunday, did you? Good weekend. What do you mean on Sunday? I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just living in the northern beaches, just dressing casual, you know. Um, <laughs> more more buttons might come undone throughout the podcast, you know. Oh, if you're lucky, mate. Yeah, you're lucky. especially if we're lucky. It's built built by Burke Body at the moment. So. <laughs> and so, speaking of uh, Burke Body, our special guest today, Dan the Man. G'day, Dan Malberg. How we doing? Good to have you, mate. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, before we start to dive into the deep the deep deep questions mate you've got a last name that really needs to live up to a reputation of its uh origins mm, yes do you want to tell us about that the my last name and yeah. the branding so no. last name malmberg yes well, swedish i believe swedish yep. yeah swedish um translation of that is iron mountain and then <laughs> what I understand the name now yeah, now it makes makes a lot more sense. Iron Mountain just means strong things. So it means I mean, that pretty much you were born for this. Yes, really. that's it. Generations of mining. Strong I think probably probably just mining. Mining, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're brunette, so not very Swedish. So yeah. you, you'd pretty the Swedes love brunettes. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I was blonde when I was a kid, though. Yeah, and then I was blonde and white, and then I just got dark and brown. Yeah, Chameleon. It yeah. happened. I was born in Manly too, where you're where you're living now. So maybe something I'm, about. I'm that. only part living only there part time. Moving yeah. to Piemont in fifth uh, of December. Yeah, a big penthouse. Yeah, not a big stay deal. Stay away from the star, mate. It's, uh, mm. no, it's no I'm not a gambler, man. I don't like gambling. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I do. If I have a few drinks, think I've got an algorithm in my head, and we'll go put 200 mm. bucks down. And, and then is that when you started this podcast? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a good idea at the time. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So Dan, mate, thanks for popping by. Mate, first up, tell us a bit about yourself. You know, mm. where do you come from? Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what brings you here? What do you do? Tell us. Take it from the top, All mate. right. Well, what brought me here is Stewie messaged me to show up, so now I'm here. What I do is I help people become bigger and stronger, and I guess you can call it it's a part of the name of the whole the name of like my business is Ironberg, which is like that Iron Mountain thing, but mm -hmm. helping people, I guess, climb their physical potential. Mm -hmm. And that was like the idea of that, the naming part of that. So you, you, but I help people through mostly remote coaching or online training and nutrition um, coaching and training programs to help them optimize their potential or reach their physical potential. So you like getting people bigger and stronger? What type of, what type of like market well, niche do you go for? Well, it's individual design training I do, so it depends on the person, but the most of the people I do train are broken crossfitters. And <laughs> <laughs> Speaking for myself. Broken crossfitters and And people just athletes, want to do upper body. <laughs> yeah, athletes um, and yeah, like, yeah, broken crossfitters, broken athletes and some military type people. Mm -hmm. um, and a few who, blue ticks. Who've been training. Yeah, like two blue ticks who were still made it a clickbait title. <laughs> and then I have like two of them. Uh -huh. And then, yeah, but basically help yes, really have just very defined, optim like um, individualized training to help them reach their 
own potential. And so obviously, you know, during you know the pandemic, wave one and wave two, there was a big shift into sort of the online remote method style of coaching. Mm. Is that something that you identified prior to the pandemic? Is that yes. something that you've always kind of catered towards or did that kind yeah. of naturally evolve from face-to-face into yeah. sort of more remote? So when it started, it really just, it, like I've been writing training programs and doing that kind of thing for like since 2015 mm-hmm. or so, so a fair bit before, but mm-hmm. I only started treating it as a professional business since 2018. Okay. So a couple of years before COVID and then COVID just turned into a night, like a very... Was there evolution huge, there. huge growth during COVID? There was, well, the initial hits of COVID, there was a dip and then it shot straight up. Because there's, what's that uh, famous bikini model? She's Sweat. Have you heard of Sweat, the app? She had a massive climb yeah. during COVID. Now she's seen some um, downfall, so you're going to have to lay off staff. How are you coping since COVID's end? He's going to himself off, isn't he? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> no, I'm just saying in regards to clientele. Yeah, yeah I yeah. fired myself a couple of times. Yeah, but, yeah. it was a cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just paid myself less. <laughs> but um, no, since, well, since COVID, it's always been growing because it's like never, because of what people were doing, like there was some growth and I mostly retained people from COVID. Um, because again, it's like just individuals design, uh, design training. So it really became more of a ball ache because there was during early parts of COVID, I was doing maybe a little more challenge things or some cheaper or free options and challenges because people have a lot of anxiety and they were scared of like, if they had any money, that kind of thing. So there's an initial drop, but then after it, it goes straight up because then people get more comfortable with the idea. Then they need that coaching and accountability to make them actually train and also it was also a bit of a mental sweat of always thinking about how to do what you normally do in the gym um, and apply it to all kinds of range of equipments and like, or if they're just doing body weight and that. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of program writing there. And so is that, is the strength and conditioning field, is that something you've always been involved in or was always, this a yeah. bit of an evolution into? Or did you start through sort was of a tennis coach? Or, tennis coach. No. Can you, are you a good player? Yeah, it was decent. Yeah. There you go. It was decent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I was a tennis coach for like, it's like 16, 17, I started coaching. And then I was turned 18. And then like, my parents really wanted me to become like this mad gun player. But then when I turned 18, I just, or well, was like 17, 18, but I just thought, oh, I'm an adult now. I can make my own decisions for some reason at that point. And I quit. Yeah, right. And then, oh, because I was just a gangly, skinny kid. Yeah. And I just thought I would like, oh, I wanted to get into strength and fitness and that kind of thing. Give up, give up a hundred million like, a year for I, tennis. I just, I just believed in a whole idea of like more plates, more dates. So I can have, <laughs> <laughs> I would actually, I actually get a girl and then like, well, you, I, I, I put in a stack of muscle and I look real good. I didn't get any more dates. Oh, maybe. Did, you need a personality apparently. Yeah. We've just seen the famous tennis players. They get plenty of dates. Yeah. Well, you look, you look that, like, that was the money. I, I, like that, that, the, that's, well, that's the number one, <laughs> apparently the number one sought after bloke at the moment is this Pete Davidson. Right? Yeah. Who's Pete just, Davidson. Pete Davidson. Comedian. So, yeah, comedian. Oh. He's done Kim Kardashian and Radikowski. He's, got, he's got a bit of BDE, a bit he of big dick energy. flying through them. Yeah. And he looks <laughs> like a pop pimple. Like he does. Idiot, doesn't he? <laughs> so underwhelming. He must, he must have a massive yeah. thing and a great, great personality. There's, there's yeah. something going on there. So maybe there, yeah, there yeah. is the... Uh, they say the dad bod's in, but alternatively the, uh, more just the noodle's it's, in it's as more, well, isn't it? More, oh, it's just more <laughs> Uh, it's more having a, uh, a personality and then having like an unlimited credit card, I think helps. But, um, but no, when no going comment. into the training, yes. um, 
but that was the other motivation when I was training in like the tennis academy and that back in the day, like they were very old school with their strength and conditioning. And all they did back then was just running endless miles. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the big motivations where I got into the whole fitness thing too, because heaps of guys who I was training with then when we were like 15, 16, 17, they all were needing like shoulder and knee reconstructions and you're fucking 16. You probably, yeah, yeah. you don't really need, that's something's wrong if you're getting that. Mm. And then that's what like inspired me as well in the performance aspect to actually get stronger and more resilient. And mm. that's always been one of the big motivations. But even if um, you look at, you look at tennis now and as much as their upper bodies aren't enormous as mm. such, because the end of the day, they don't need it. They really. don't need it. But if you look at their base, the um, huge legs big legs big yeah. bum like yeah you look at you know roger federer looks like an accountant but mm. from the waist down he is mm. he's got Swiss, some pins on him man like and then even i, I watched um one month didn't potro play yeah how do you say that and he was almost two meters tall yeah and i remember looking at his legs going holy shit these things are tree trunks yeah and when so, you see them live they're fucking are oh, huge they're, they're yeah. massive like, you're, and, you're allowed to swear in these things yeah of course yeah. man you'd be too big to play tennis now you'd be like the philippusis or something like that. <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> the scud um uh, but that, it's it's funny that you mentioned you know that older style of training that mm. traditionally was you run the miles you yeah you know you beat your knees up on yeah. hard court and yeah and, and then the, there's that adjustment as well of you know, you play hard court, you play grass, you play clay. Well, mm. the body doesn't have the time to adapt to that different surface. Yeah. And so what you're used to sliding on in clay, mm. well, you yeah, don't that get would... that in on hard oh, court. That's real savage in your knees and ankles and yeah. hips there. And um, you, look, you look at like Nadal's like, you know, trying to stay afloat, mm. still playing at the top of his game, but it's his base is letting him down because yeah. traditionally a clay court player, mm. meaning more give. So when yeah. he takes the slide, that's where he's best on because he's mm. in you know, in Spain. The majority of those courts are clay. Yeah. But then you come to when he has to play all these hardcore tournaments in the US, you know, hot courts and that sort of thing. His knees and ankles are cooking themselves. Yeah. Because it's similar to, you know, a land athlete and a water athlete where a water athlete running on land is the worst possible Mm. outcome in the end because we're used to uh, water athletes used to they just haven't built volume on their legs yeah, as well and, and a water athlete is used to water taking impact mm. so what do you do naturally on land expect the yeah, earth give. to more take give. impact and it just doesn't mm. so you look at you know swimmers for example they don't run because mm. if they run they sound like an elephant <laughs> on a stampede yeah i sound like an elephant too <laughs> <laughs> do you coach any tennis players uh, at the moment, no, no. So you wanted no, to get into the strength thing. and conditioning for tennis players and got zero. I just, I really was just wasn't as into it really. Like yeah, right. I was just, well, then when I got into the whole fitness thing, my first real gym experience was CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I started an exercise science degree at the same time. Oh, wow. Um, which was a real cool balance um, between the two because I learned like good exercise science and exercise physiology practices. And then I was going to all the biomechanics. Yeah. yeah. All, yeah. All like proper program design, how the body works, physiology, biomechanics, that kind of stuff. And then, um, also doing CrossFit, which was like back in the day, real rogue. Yeah. yeah like right. Just, just, throwing, just throwing shit, just throwing shit against the wall yeah. and then just going hard. But it was a real good balance to learn the two there because, um, one real good thing with CrossFit though is it created more jobs for people in Cairo. And yeah. Physio. Yeah. <laughs> no, but. Um, it also just teaches people to work hard and it was also good yeah. like because in a lot of worlds and a lot of like training environments and that people don't really like especially in fitness don't really train that hard mm. um, and that way you actually learn how to uh, have some intensity and then just learning 
that that's how it basically developed how it flow through is learning good training principles, but learning some cool CrossFit a methodology at the same time and how mm. to blend it so you do it where you don't fuck people up. Yeah, is like is how I developed like that. Really working on that periodization. Correct. You know, yeah, which is like blocks. a which is a dirty word in CrossFit. Yeah, which like but it's in any elite CrossFitter all have periodization. Mm. Like, yeah, they treat CrossFit more like a sport. Like people who are really good at it, they treat it like it's. Like it's rugby or something. Well, they yeah, treat I, the CrossFit workout like it's a Saturday footy game, mm. not like just do fucking a game every day because yeah, that's what yeah. destroys you. Well, really. that's the thing, and you see a lot of you know, especially group training at the moment because you know people are there for different reasons, right? Mm. Some people yeah. are there simply to get a sweat. Yeah, you know, some people are there because they want to improve athletic performance. Some people are there because they want to lose weight. Some people are there because they want to put weight on. But it's the same program. Mm. So the challenge is there. How does someone who, well, you know, wants to lose weight, gain muscle, get mm. fitter, yeah, and go balls to the wall every day? It's about yeah. your intensity. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way, you no. know. And so I think you know when you have a very individualized, specific approach, that's actually really helpful. One for people to understand, well, to actually get optimum performance out of your body, you need that periodization. It's mm. that all right. We'll go balls to the wall today for this reason. Tomorrow we're off, we're active recovery, we're doing a walk, swim, whatever it is, mm. right? Because what are we planning for? Yeah. Do you want to be the strongest person in the world? Good. You got to, okay, yeah. well, we, let's build to that. Mm. Do you want to simply go in, have fun with your mates, have a beer afterwards? Yeah. We can do that too. Yeah. But it's just making sure that person's aware that mm. there's no, there's no uh, false promise mm. of you're going to get everything in one. It, yeah. it just you got to educate. You got to educate the clients to be better, that right? Is, that because, is education, yeah. Because it, like I've, I've, I used to own a CrossFit gym. Mm. You know, people wanted to, the programming to be balls to the wall every day, and if you didn't put balls to the wall, they get upset with you. Yeah. So it's a fine that, line between that, but it's obviously educating people why you're doing intense one day, why you need to slow down mm. and recover the next day. But I've been doing online coaching with you for some time now. My yeah. body's changed dramatically. Because I'm not doing that high intensity, you're gaining that muscle. You're getting, and by by gaining that muscle, my metabolism is increased, mm. and I'm getting better results. So, mm. I've I've mm. owned a CrossFit gym. We actually opened a practice in there for Cairo and physio, so mm. it yeah. helped us get another revenue stream. <laughs> um, yeah. I just had this vicious circle. Yeah, yeah we'll break you and fix you at the we'll same time. Fix, yeah, that has always been a dream. Is like having like a, a gym, like a real sick gym. You have like your allied health practice, like a physio Cairo, but them also just having like a bar, like a burger bar or something too. So you can oh, we a, definitely you treat a box broken. HQ like that. <laughs> you get a, and then you have like burgers, get fat and go fit again. Toxic circle. Well, it's, it's all about balance. It's all about balance. Yeah. I mean, you know, mm. I don't think a uh, majority of people want to win the CrossFit game. Yeah. But, yeah. They know, think they can. <laughs> well, they can try you yeah. know, once a week. Yeah, the cro um, like yeah, and the whole the CrossFit stuff. It's like it's just depending on how you program because mm. you can just you can have easily like general pop training, um, like and that's how like a lot of gyms have like evolved these days. They're more like strength and conditioning or general physical preparedness type gyms, and not doing some of the gnarly stuff what cooks people like mm. doing a million muscle ups or handstand push ups is what's probably the biggest things, or like thousands of snatches snatches when someone hasn't even. Got no hip mobility. Yeah, or can't even put their arm above their head properly. Mm. Like, that's where, like, people get injured. All right, guys, let's do 100 overhead squats. Yeah, <laughs> on their first day. And it's yeah. like, what's an air squat? I don't even know that. Here's yeah. a question bridging across from, you know, you initially came from athletics with, mm. with, with tennis being yeah. your calling, and then you look at now. A lot of people are actually going to gyms as their sport, mm. if that makes sense. And, you know, sport is actually becoming more inaccessible in this country, you know, due to 
high fees, poor fields, yeah. um, insurances, you know, the amount of time you need to give, the inability to facilitate social sport. Mm. Um, you know, it's either you have your single pathway, which is to the Olympics or a world championship, but they forget about everyone else. And as a mm. result of that, people look for that team and camaraderie and that yeah. um, feeling of belonging element. Yeah. Are you noticing a little bit of a shift where you're picking up these sort of ex-athletes into your program as yeah. well? Yeah, I got a fair few of those. Um, that's basically, yeah, most of my clientele would be an ex-athlete who end up going to like maybe a CrossFit gym type thing. And they maybe still will go to a CrossFit gym just to have the camaraderie, mm. but then they also just get their own specific training to help work on their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Like maybe they're unstable on their shoulders or their hips and that kind of stuff. So, and they might just run, help their strength and conditioning work. Mm -hmm. So it just gives them more balance and round everything out where they get that targeted stuff. Um, and then they just get that extra bit of accountability where it's, um, you're annoying them by SMSing them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've seen the I Instagram stories and then saying like, they're not meant to be having drinks, even though I'm nothing having, not again, nothing against having a beer on the weekend, but if they tell me not having a drink and then when I look at them it's like, oh, he says he has waters, but that looks like a funny colored water yeah. in that cup. Perception's reality, right? <laughs> no, so, so, and how do you procure sort of a, you know, the majority of the clientele? Is it word of mouth? Is it? It's mostly word of mouth. And then like. Initially though, how did you initially? Um, the, the initially was, it was pretty much a word of mouth. Like. It was at the first CrossFit gym I like joined up and then I was writing, I ended up writing the programming for this gym. And then I went, after I left the gym, a lot of people from there was hitting me up and it was just word of mouth from there and that CrossFit thing. Cause they really liked this program. Well, I was, I was just writing this group program and it just started because people were just consistently like hitting me up. And then I was like, oh, like, all right. And then we just kind of built up from there. Did you write for other gyms as well? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure gyms. we might've, might've, I think one of our coaches was getting stuff from you. Yeah. 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 Right. Interesting. And, and a question, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, out in the market, especially in the online world, how, from a point of difference point of view, how, how do you kind of pitch your point of difference? You know, how, how, what's the headline that you go, you know, I am really good at what I do because of this, mm. as opposed to going, don't go to them because they suck. That's a, that's a bad <laughs> yeah, strategy. That's a negative, right? Yeah. You know, that, all you do is burn bridges and yeah. you know, the fitness world's pretty small. Yeah. Um, how do you kind of, you know, uh, announce your point of difference. But like, I'm still working on how to actually elevate a pitch that cleanly, mm -hmm. but basically it's like individual. I just provide that like science-based individualized training for the person who's just burnt out and broken. Yeah. Like, and fuck, it's best to ask. That's you a good thing. Well, you might as well just go at the front of a CrossFit gym, put a poster up because yeah. they're going to be broken eventually. And then yeah. Yeah. Heimberg. And and then I'll just provide like a more, a, a bit more focused and surgical approach of what they want in their training. Mm. Um, you, if you know how to word that in a nice, clean manner, that's basically it. But um, yeah, well, we're still it, working on always making that sound sexier. But yeah, it's basically yeah. that. It's all about you know clear and concise messaging. Yeah, and, but, I was a little aroused by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on the way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on it's the way. Me. Yeah, it's, it's on the way because yeah, the fitness industry and and strength and conditioning is very. Um, People say you don't plagiarize, but that, that's a lie. Everyone plagiarizes. Mm, I mean, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, you know, a clean is a clean, you know, yeah. just because someone did it a hundred years ago, whenever mm. it was, 
and you're doing it now, doesn't yeah. you are you know borrowing an idea or, yeah. or something? Yeah, so, definitely. They're all different tools. So mm. it's like I'm just I like more real interested in the whole training aspect and the science and everything like that. So I think the big I guess advantage of me, I have like a real big toolbox, always learning different things, yeah. and methodologies, and just being open to combining different things for um, the right purpose. So it's like, if you have a big toolbox and all the tools, this is like what you learn from someone else. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And then you just create and then your you own just, path. And then it's like, in thinking about it, because, and it's right, because a squat is a squat, clean's clean. Like everyone does those things, but it's just a, using the right tool for the right situation. People who are maybe newer, they just only have the hammer and they see everything as a nail mm -hmm. when they come to like writing training programs. It's like, oh, I need to get fitter and stronger and just like that. Okay, squat, five by five. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, this, but this cunt might have like fucked up hips and knees and that's probably not a good idea. Maybe mm -hmm. they need to work on some mobility and performance care type stuff. And yeah, and then, then they can go into a squat or they do a split squat. Then they do a goblet squat and a front squat. Then they'll back squat or safety bar squat. Mm -hmm. But it's just learning what they're issue is more on what they can actually do about destroying their joints and mm -hmm. have good longevity and live a good, healthy life and not be fucked up and die early. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And do you have sort of mentors that you kind of lean towards as yeah, well? And, and yeah. is that, are they face to face? Are they, you know, YouTube? It's online? a both. Um, it's like both. So like I get mentoring of um, a group called Muscle Nerds mm -hmm. a lot these days. Um, his name's Luke Lehman and um, he used to be, well, like a lot of people in like the strength and conditioning of the science space, a bit more science based stuff. They have you heard of Charles Poliquin? Yeah. Yeah. So pinch test. Pretty much everyone like copies of some version of whatever he copied from some Russian scientist. What's that guy? Like, toes to knees guy, whatever he is. Knees over toes yeah, guy. Knees over toes yeah. guy. Yeah. Like he's a real great one. He's actually. He's got a, a couple of million followers on Instagram. He's like one of the best like mentors I'm learning as well, just in the marketing sense, because he's so clean of like what he does. Have you heard of him? Yeah, 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 incredible. And he's a real good one. And he gets, and all his stuff is inspired from Charles Poliquin as well. And, um, but he's just focused knees over toes. And even though he does, walks look backwards at his program, a lot. Yeah. If you look at his programming, he does all the other stuff too, like shoulders and trunk stability. And, but similar kind of stuff, what I do in that way. But I'm probably more. What's the theory behind knees work. over toes? Is it like winding their dominant back on a car? It's like this, you've walked forwards all your life. So you just walk backwards for a bit and that increases your flexibility and mobility. How does that work? Getting, why go knees over toes? Yeah. Well, and, like, and his biggest thing his, is walking backwards. Yeah. It was just like loading. It is that correct. Like winding like, their dominant back. Like, or it's not quite. Uh, I'm just one could theory. say one could say that's a good way to even put it. Like winding your dominant back, getting your knees back. I walked ten thousand steps. Like, forward, so I'm going to do ten thousand back. From my memory, it was from most people. For a while, people were going like never go knees over toes. Like when you're squatting, have you ever heard of that yeah, stuff? Yeah, like yeah, you have yeah. to must keep a vertical shin squatting. Mm. So I think that's where he came up with his naming is like nah knees over toes to have strong healthy knees. And then also, when you do anything athletic at all, your knees go over your toes. Yeah. So look, when you're sprinting, when you have that, you'll have that forward knee angle leaning forwards, like your knees go over the toes all the time. So yeah. it's kind of stupid not to well, it's always, avoid you know, those you know, ranges. There are exercises as well that clearly are with your knees over toes, you know, sissy yeah. squat, yeah. you know, look at anyone that does a, a leg extension, yeah. right? That is 100%. Yeah. Sprinting. Sp yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you're starting, your starting base on a sprint is, yeah. you know, you're down on one knee and your knee is most certainly over your toe. Mm. And that's how you generate that initial power to get out of the blocks. So yeah. there is, but it's like anything, you know, yeah, if you build 
fundamentally around that neo-vato theory, great. But you also have to take it with a grain of salt mm. and go, you know, what is my movement specific to? Mm. What is yeah. what is the outcome that I am trying to achieve? Yeah, well, specifically, yeah. you've got knee and ankle issues. You mm. want to be yeah. sort of working those auxiliary training and doing the backwards movements and mm. knees over toes mm. or toes over knees, whatever yeah. you call and, it. And if your knees were never supposed to be over your toes, then no one should, <laughs> ever, no one should ever kneel in their life. Mm. Yeah, Look at exactly. it that way, right? Otherwise, no one, your, no one quad, really, otherwise your yeah. quads would snap. So yeah. it's, you know, take getting, it with a grain of salt. We're getting deep now. <laughs> <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. Because sure, you can also just be too extreme, which some people do all the time on social media when they fucking go like way knees over the fucking toes and onto the ground. Mm. Yeah, that's, like that's you don't hyper need, flexibility there. Yeah, like you don't need that. Mm. But you, it is useful to go work through their ranges, especially if that's in the demands of your sport. Like you want to build some strength for your end ranges. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, and... You know, all well and good to be training, you know, and nice programming, all that sort of thing. And but how do we, how do you personally um, communicate? You know, correct diet. You know, what what things are you putting in your body? Supplementation. How, mm. how do you communicate to that to your clients? Like, well, it's real simple stuff. And then the main part there is like eating real food. Yeah, and just focus on quality and that kind of thing, mm -hmm. and just creating good foundational habits and lifestyle things. Mm -hmm. Um, what you do day to day, it's we, pretty boring. Does my muscle chef get a plug here as well? Because you're obviously good an ambassador. An ambassador. Oh yeah, that was that was in the clickbaits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what type of disc, what type of discount? Is it the first time order this only? Is the first time. Order all right, there you maybe go. after this, that's, I'll that's do it every order. Me. Like, yeah. I've already ordered. I've used all four emails that I have. Yeah, well, just got to start creating <laughs> new, start creating just, new yeah. emails. Give us culture. We can but get yeah. a hundred more emails. Don't worry but, about that. Yeah, my muscle chef's benefit is just like if you're on the go type thing. I think and, it's great. Like yeah. you know, you can get you, you know exactly how many food. grams of grams of protein. So when Coach yeah. Berg messaged me telling me I have to do 180 grams of protein. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to formulate as opposed to just guesstimation. Yeah, it's just, it's more just, a, that's just a better, it's a better option than just having to go to Macca's or something if you're just oh. short Luke hasn't been to McDonald's for 10 years or something. No, I, I broke my burger ban. The burger ban? About six months ago. What did you, you have? have? You Tell me it was a big mess. No, I, I didn't have McDonald's for 10 years. Yeah. Um, oh, that's understandable. Did you feel it, it was, yeah, it's some, hatred some towards head. yourself? Uh, well, any head no, noise? I'm kind of glad I did. It was fantastic. What did like, you have? Oh, just Big Mac. Oh. Big Mac, six nuggets. It was unbelievable. You can't yeah. go past it. How many how beers? Was, how, many my, beers my, how many beers? How many beers? Oh, yeah. 200. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done, no, I've done a big day in Manly and I was with my, my old boss and look, I'm going to use him as the excuse. He needed food. Like, Jimmy? He was, he was on the way out. Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out Jimmy. He's yeah, shout a keen out Jimmy. listener of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and so we've, we've got the ferry back from Manly. And I've just recognized, identified, this man needs food. Otherwise, this could be the end. You're right? just using that as a guilty no, excuse. No, no, no. And so we walked him into McDonald's, a circular key, and he goes, let me get you a burger. Okay. All right. Mm. Yeah. Because it's, for me, I was big boy growing up. Um, and I kind of went, when I hit 18, 19, you know, a bit of head noise and went, all right, let's make this really fucking simple. Right. No junk food, none, no soft drink, mm. out, everything. If I make it real simple for myself, then I can't fuck up. Mm. If I allow myself to bend, probably the wrong way of going about it. If I allow yeah. myself to bend, well, I'm going to fall into bad habits again. Mm. And so for 10 years, I swore off McDonald's, swore off KFC, yeah. all that sort of stuff. What about a good um, gourmet burger? Oh, uh, yeah. I've had burgers with you plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. A, a gourmet burger is fine, but it was more that, you know, let's go away from 
ordering at 14 years old. I was still training a lot, playing sport, you know, mm. three times a day. But yeah. it would be, it was a McDonald's above Bondi Junction Station. And it would yeah. be after school training, before club training, go up, get a Big Mac. I had a VIP card, which would give me either a free Sunday mm. or a free chips. Mm. So I'd cash in on that. You're doing that three, four times a week. Like, a VIP card, how do you get one of them? Oh, they don't exist anymore. I think I made them lose money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe a thick shake, like all those, oh. all the good stuff. Mm. And it got to the point where I went, nah, no more. Yeah. And so cut it out with the help of a really good <clears throat> friend of mine. We dropped 12 kilos of mud, which was mm. great. Um, and then turned my life around. But then 10 years later. Did you get more dates? He definitely did. He Probably. got a jawline. Oh, he's got a Hollywood jawline. You can't have any less than zero. So like. <laughs> um, and still he looks at your jawline constantly. <laughs> Wait till it's shaven. Envious, <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those things where eventually, you know, the opportunity presented itself. I went, oh, fuck it. I'll have one. And I was like, you know what? That was great. I enjoyed that. Mm. But then, you know, we try to settle back into, all right, as a general rule, yeah. let's just stay away from and it. The yeah. next minute after the podcast finish, we're straight to McDonald's. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, no. no we're, we're bougie now. We'll have like some, well, some, some, some ribs. Yeah, some ribs and burgers. Some meat. Yeah. <laughs> get a, get a ribeye. Right. <laughs> now, um, so I know, Stewie, you've been going on a bit of a bit of a fitness journey yourself and- you know, how's the food? I was, mine was the opposite of my journey because when I was younger, I was ripped. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I was almost fat shaming people because I was, I could eat anything. You were just an elitist. I was like elitist. You? And then, you know, come 22, 23, the old Polynesian genes kicked in from my dad's side. And, you're, um, yeah, you're part yeah, Polynesian. Yeah, one eighth Asian probably. <laughs> this is a new thing for I'm a Norfolk Islander. So yeah, my right. family's from Norfolk Island. Yeah, we're Did the last. This? I didn't know this. Oh, wow. Everyone, this so is my discovery. Adam, good Polynesian name. Well, no, because my great, great grandfather, John Adams, was on the bounty. So the bounty was, have you heard of the bounty? I've heard of the, the boat. Chocolate. So they did the massive oh, right. mutineer, kick William Bly off, and he did the longest sail in the little yacht to get back to shore, which is about three and a half thousand kilometers. Wow. My grandfather was part of nine mutineers, and they, they went back to Tahiti, picked up a few girls, and they went to Pitcairn Island, they sunk the bounty, and he was the last surviving mutineer of the bounty, John Adams. There's only one town in Pitcairn, it's called Adamstown. And that place overflooded with population when they got to about 200 people. <laughs> so they all moved to um, Norfolk Island. So it's a very uh, rich in uh, Polynesian and English mixed history. So they have even mixed words. Um, so like, uh, what a way you means is how are you? Like stuff like that. They've got their own little pig language. So I can't say the word. I'm stuck for words. I had an oatmeal almond mocha. I don't know what it was. But yeah, so, oh, yeah, so there's Polynesian genes in my family. Um, and yeah, it was, it was ripped as when I was, I could eat anything, you know, I could have 15 mm. burgers at McDonald's a day and nothing would happen to me. Yeah. And I was pretty confident nothing ever would. And yeah. then, uh, when you're I running think, hot, I th think hot. I've gone the Red Bulls too yeah. much and I think that might've affected my, but when uh, you, yeah, when you're running hot though, you can get away with eating a lot more calories and a lot more like low quality food. Yeah, it's definitely. Like, if you think about with people with, in, it's like a nutritional thing, like someone who's like a hard charging athlete. It's like, if you think of a financial sense. Um, it's like they earn a million dollars a year, so they can get away with more like less smart purchases. Yeah. Think mm. about it. It's like if you have, if you can eat 5,000 calories a day, you can have a couple of burgers and it barely makes a dent. Yeah. Mm. Um, but if you're someone who's maybe more general pop and like how most modern people just sit at the desk all day, it's more like you're earning 60 grand a year. So it's like, mm, maybe you can't say buy a sports car. Yeah. If you earn a million a year, you can say, like, yeah, no worries. We'll get that. We'll, we'll get that Porsche. Well, back, <laughs> back to your question though. Um, I realized my biggest problem was I wasn't eating enough protein. So like making poor choices, it means you're going to have less protein because mm. there's not much protein in a Big Mac, bro. Mm. It's all carbs, fats. Mm. So my biggest thing was I was probably only doing 
maybe 80 grams of protein or 100 grams of protein a day. My biggest increase has been in making sure I hit 180 to 200 grams of protein. Notice a huge difference there, even including like it gets rid of the hunger because I'm, mm. I'm, I'm burning. Yeah. yeah, more society. Yeah. Um, from protein there. Yeah, and so I, I don't feel as hungry. I feel more full. I'm, yeah. I'm not that, craving that sugar as much. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's a pretty big common, actually, going back to it. It's like pretty much with everyone I start working with, when I, when I do a diet review or nutritional review, even if people think they eat a lot of protein, they don't eat a lot of protein. Yeah. Well, like yeah. unless they actually like focus on thinking like I need like 180 grams of protein a day. And most people need at least, as a general rule, at least 1.6 grams per kilo of body weight. Um, of protein as the as the bottom yeah. range, um, up to around two point two is the general recommended guidelines. And if you're a big roid head bodybuilder, five grams, right? But I, I felt like obviously, <laughs> obviously, I was eating too too much carbs. So if I started my day and, for example, had a egg and bacon roll in the morning or something like that, I was chasing mm. carbs all day. So mm. I only eat two meals a day. I eat at uh, about two o'clock in the afternoon, and I eat at um, dinner time, which can be anywhere between six mm. and midnight. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. I'm I'm just joking. It's not only around six o'clock. Um, I put a bit more structure in it, but the protein is the key for me. Yeah, doesn't matter what else. The other micronutrients of fats or carbs, yeah. the protein is the main key for me, and then whatever else happens happens. Mm. Yeah, and then actually, with most people, when they start being mindful of nutrition, depending on their literacy and understanding of things, when one would do a review of their nutrition, you would see where they are now, and then you make like five or ten percent improvement. Mm. Like you don't want to just do a complete, like, say, diet boot camp and completely change everything because mm -hmm. people's adherence goes to shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's more like seeing what pe people generally like eating and then making better options around it. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to adjustments. Meat. Yeah. Oh, they said vegetarians and yeah, vegans. Yeah. Vegans. Changing. Mm. But so when it comes to diet, do you have any of your, your clients that are kind of sort of running with these sort of newer age diets at all, intermittent fasting or 5-2 or... Keto, yeah, some, liver king. Uh, <laughs> no, no, only liver. There's no the only liver. <laughs> there's no, there's no liver king lords. Your curry gummy liver gummies coming for you, but yeah, <laughs> that might actually be delicious. Though. <laughs> oh, oh, it could be real gross. Too. It'd be gross. Yeah, we can make it whatever. But organ want. meats are real good for you. Very good. Very dense in micronutrients. But what about like if you look at science, um, mTOR? So if you have a lot of meat, it's mm. obviously going to reduce the, the length of time you live. Will it? Yeah. Is it is that being proved longitudinal? I think it's been proven by a few scientists, but then they're releasing their own supplements like nicotine mononucleotide and other <laughs> things like that. And they're trying to get their own services out there. So mm. they just shit are you saying they shit on others and then use their own? I think everyone um, does that. With with the diet stuff, it, again, like they're all oh, this is the same thing with the training aspect and in the nutrition is like and it comes down to education and learning principles. Because there's like principles. And then there's methods. So methods is like five two carnival diet, intermittent fasting. They're like different methods, mm -hmm. but they all come down to basic principles. And the Calories. basic principles is like the very base of it will just be calorie balance, and then protein balance, macronutrients, micronutrients, um, food timing, and supplementation. It's like a pyramid of mm -hmm. importance. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if you want someone to become lighter, they need to be in a deficit. It's like what. Some famous PTs talk about like calorie fucking deficit. Calorie in, calorie out. You're yeah. talking about James Smith? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then pretty much that's the law of thermodynamics, basically. If you eat less than what you require in a day, you start to lose weight. And again, like back to protein, if you're yeah. in a calorie deficit and you're eating high level of protein, you don't, yeah. that gets, suppresses that hunger. Yeah. And then you still have enough to at least hold on to muscle, but you can still build muscle 
just not very efficiently in a deficit as long as you have enough protein. What do you say? Up to 40% deficit, you can still build muscle. Yeah. Which is pretty... Which is aggressive, but yeah. as long as you have like enough protein, you should still be able to build muscle if your training's on point in your sleep and all that other stuff. You won't but have I'll, any energy though. Yeah. Yeah. Like... If you, I'm sure if you see the right doctor and get the right supplements, you can probably still have energy. Because I have a client who has, who has a doctor, um, has some HRT stuff and then some other supplementation to get good micronutrients. And she's like an aggressive deficit, but she feels totally fine in the deficit. What's HRT? Hormone replacement therapy. Yeah, right. I thought, yeah, yeah TRT That's, is- uh, essentially legal steroids. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, so it's, just, it's like testosterone. Yeah, well, yeah. It's like steroids is like- That's what, that's what's getting- Prescribed at the moment. Yeah. TRT is a big one for the men. Yeah. For the yeah. Men, I think Rogan's on it. Um, a lot of people on it. And most, a lot of guys. A lot of retired are, athletes are yeah. on it. Which is, look, uh, without pointing the finger, if you are requiring, requiring hormone replacement in mm. your late 40s, early 50s, yeah. in sports that traditionally weren't tested as stringently as they are now, mm. I think there could be a bit of a correlation between some dirty acts whilst may, they were competing. Maybe not. There's a study out there. A lot there. of people, like men have been losing testosterone by 1% a year for like 50 years yeah. now. Yeah, the study people, out in, like in the 1970s, we're like, we're at 80-year-old levels when we're in the 30s now. Yeah, correct. Right? Compared to back in 1950, so, 1960, 1970. Even, so, and especially like in non-athletes, like most men in general are like getting lower even, and they've never done tests in their life. But mm. just because of modern life basically their testosterone is just crashing bit by bit so that's why it's becoming more and more of a thing as well well they're, they're talking about there are these testosterone hacks as well mm. and a lot of youtubers yeah. are doing it at the moment and doing these 30 day sort of tests on yeah what's no, what's those hacks oh well, the no fap there's one of them what's oh, that the no fap <laughs> what's the that no fap we we don't uh, you don't wank and ejaculate. That's that's massive at the moment. So many people in the uh, life coaching space are talking about uh, stop masturbation to get rid of procrastination or something. Like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cashy one. It is. Cashy. I just I just made that up. You can use it. But yeah, so they're doing these tests, you know, before and after to see if they can yeah. manipulate their testosterone levels. Yeah. Naturally. Um, mm. by, you know, but the biggest activity. problem is you don't know if that's yeah. free testosterone actually, you know, well, that's where you get a blood test. Yeah. yeah. A, like the only way you can do it is like blood test, do that as the only variable mm. and then we test retest. Yeah. Is there a difference though in free tests and, um, what's the other and total test? testosterone? Yeah. yeah. So how would blood test deter like differentiate? Well, they, that? they test the two there, but like te total testosterone is your total test and then free test is the unbounded testosterone. Yeah. So that's going to be the thing what actually really impacts on how you feel and how you recover and your energy and what makes a male a male like say if you some people can have totally normal testosterone but then they have no free test or very low free so which, test which, and that's like because of an shbg which is a six hormone binding glob globulin which can be hard and really ben greenfield here yeah yeah which is basically just bounding up. It's like one of the factors what can bound up your testosterone so so if i'm if i'm looking at my testosterone levels which one is used for what so I've got a free like, test te and total, total test. test is like used for a lot of functions. Um, I forgot the top of my head all, all of them, but it's like, they're still used, but for free test is the one you really will be looking at to, um, what I guess what will help you with, um, um, strength development, hypertrophy, recovery, sex drive, libido. Yeah. Like so like all stuff. these supplements, like all, all the stuff, what makes you think what, what makes you, you, it's yeah. like you want to have a good amount of free test. Well, there's, there's a whole range of 
uh, Tongat Ali, mm, Turkestone, yeah. Yeah. Ashwagandha. I'm, I'm, I'm doing an experiment on myself now with um, Turkestrone, yeah. the Tongat Ali, and, and another one. I forgot what it was, Fagura or something. But you also like home. vitamin D and zinc will help with testosterone Correct. as well. Yeah, so if you have low vitamin D, there's a correlation there as well. But um, like, I'm not an ex- that much of an expert what the exact ratios you need. When you need um, a huge amount stuff. of yeah, but you vitamin need, D, yeah. When you're low, if you have poor zinc, poor vitamin D, high stress, um, and you're lacking all kinds of things, you're bendering on the weekends and all well, those things, you normally just, you'll be crushed. Yeah. So my hack for that is get on the Tongat Ali, yeah. get a bit of vitamin D, zinc, yeah. and, um, and your, well, that's your, your what libido I'm, will bounce back. Well, that's what I'm doing an experiment because I did my bloods about a month ago and I had like low free test. My total test was fine by my You look like you do, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> I don't think I've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> He's got too much. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, Liv. But I've been doing, trying like a few of those supplements and vitamin D and zinc as well. And like, in only in a couple of weeks, it's already improving. So like how I subjectively how you feel. feel is improving, but I'll do it. I don't know if that's possible And the bedroom's getting a bit squeakier. Yeah, a little, slightly more, slightly <laughs> more. But, um. But we'll do a I'll do a te- another blood test in a few weeks and see if that's actually improved. I've taken so Tonga Ali. I think it, it helps definitely. Where you you start feeling more st- strength in the gym. Yeah, I've it never done Turkestone yet. But him, yeah, you just have a bit more go. Yeah, 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 yeah. and like more zest and energy for life, and not feeling like you sat on the couch. He's like, I'm just going to play Call of Duty. Even adding ashwagandha also helps because mm, it reduces yeah. cortisol. Yeah, um, and that's really cool. Yeah, how you manage and yeah. Just yeah, pop so all the supplements. And, all the supplements. Yeah. And try, and just then trying do to do it. everything before you had to go to test. Yeah, and then do it. like the one down thing, because like, I've definitely been thinking about like TRT, but I don't, I don't like 32. You're not, you should do it 35 plus, not now. Yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, well, now this is the rest of my life now. Mm. Well, you had to like pin yourself all the time. Yeah. Like. I can come over and do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, question that has been sent across, so I don't know the context of it. Mm. Vaping. Mm. W- opinions. Oh, I'll, let, I'll, I'll let him go. I, but I, I, got I, very... I don't vape. I never yeah. have vaped. I won't vape. So I'm mm. I have much vaped out of my league drink, When I have drinks, I have va- I'll have vapes sometimes, but not anymore. You like the nicotine gum or mints, like right? Mints. Yeah. Mm. Like, so, like, nicotine itself, like, I'm having a mint, and it's like a real good, it's a nootropic. real powerful nootropic. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's excellent. Um, mm. And there's, like, Good benefits for your mind and that as but well. But they also said, like, but Huberman vaping, came out saying any type of nicotine will reduce your life expectancy by up to 17 years, yeah, regardless right. if it's mint form, vaping, or Interesting. Cigarette. I haven't read that because I just yeah. remember him saying that it's also, like, a really powerful, like, neuroprotective thing. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. controversy over here. It, it sounds moment. contradictory almost. I know. Yeah. It helps protect your mind in aging. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, so your mind will be good, but your body will be dead. Cooks. Yeah. Oh, well. And, um, but yeah. with vaping itself, I think it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Like, because you think of the habit of it, it's like people vape, there's a lot lower barrier to entry. Like when people have a cigarette, um, yeah. probably as like a, a hit for hit thing, cigarettes are probably are worse. Um, I would say, but there's more of a ritual of it while vaping. People can just like puff it all day long yeah, without yeah. thinking. Yeah. And it's still it like, well, it'll be, it's it hasn't been around long enough to see what happens long term, yep. but it wouldn't be shocking if people get fucked up from it. Mm. Like their lungs would be cooked just because they'd vape all day long and yeah, it will just turn and probably contribute to the lower testosterone. Yeah, I've got, th- <laughs> I've got thoughts. And it does cause ED issues as well. Yeah. It's scientifically proven to cause you know, erectile dysfunction. Mm. But um, vaping is not just bad because of the nicotine that you're getting right now. The, the mm. vapes that are coming into Australia have sugar and molasses in it. So that sugar and molasses is binding to your lungs. 
So you're not just addicted to the nicotine now. You're not just craving that nicotine here. You're craving the sugar hit as well. So that's obviously mm. going to cause deleterious effects to your long term. Um, also, the, the fact that it gets a carcinogenic, it's mm. going to you know you're going to reduce your life expectancy and cause a whole heap of health issues. But because it's how you digest it and it's going into you, you're also going to cause microbiome issues with your gut health, mm. and there's going to be some deterioration. But the biggest issue with it as well is it's not. There's no TGA or FDA approval on any of these things. So mm. the ones that are sitting in the Easy Mart down the road for 25 bucks, anyone can get them. They're illegal. Mm. I think they're a class two or three, which is no jail time, just a slap on the wrist. Mm. Um, you can, yeah, I don't know where I'm going. I lost my train of thought. You're but the, well. there's chemicals in them that aren't tested. So yeah. those chemicals are cheap chemicals, are a yeah. couple of cents in China, wherever they're made, not trying yeah. to be uh, rude to any countries but wherever they're made shout out to our chinese fans shout out, shout out to Cher <laughs> networks our, our staff and uh shang li which means victory but, um, <laughs> but the chemicals in there obviously aren't um aren't fda or tj approved so mm. obviously the, the yakuru is getting into the vaping industry but we're not yeah. getting into a, into a nicotine or any sugar in it we're doing cbd and cbd you wouldn't be sitting there puffing all day because it relaxes you chills you out mm. gets rid of stress and it's a very good way to get into the body um, but yeah, we don't have any chemicals on that. It has to be FDA approved as well. So there's some type of, um, governing body over it. So if there's no governing body over these things. I don't want the governing bodies yeah. to make money like the government, whatever. They're going to make money from GST. But, um, I think that they really need to be tested what, what's in them because if they really wanted to crack it down, they could go to any single easy mart in Sydney and get a vape. So, yeah. and, and it's, it's easy. People are vaping on planes, they're in yeah. nightclubs. Yeah. It's become the old cigarette day. and people that never used to vape. Are it's vaping. interesting how... Like it's socially acceptable at cigarettes. Everyone like like will look at them funny, mm, yeah. but then when it comes to you can vaping, vape in bed. Yeah, but vaping, no one, no one bats an eyelid. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I enjoy a vape. I get a good head roll, uh, eye roll from it, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it's very dangerous for you. Mm, yes. So um, in, interestingly, in in my world of IT, the some of the schools we do work with are now looking at um, vape sensors and getting installed in school. So traditionally, mm. you know, many moons ago. Like Danny and Sandy in Greece would be down in the uh, in the toilets in the toilets smoking, mm. and that was easily detected, um, you know, and then the repercussions would follow. But nowadays, because there's no physical leftover, mm. you know, it's simply a, a puff in the air and it disappears, and you don't, you know, throw the butt of the cigarette out. Mm. It's now um, right on red alert for all the schools. Yeah, how would these, you do all that? These kids are down vaping. They've got these environmental sensors that they install as part of their CCTV. And people just go out onto the um, school field and put the shirt and do it under the shirt. Well, that's, yeah. but that's the thing. That's pushing it out in, be, in the open. You know, yeah. Normally, it's done in the toilet. Well, the mm. toilet's now got these environmental sensors that pick so up be able specific to pick, pick it up. vape. Yeah, yeah they have that now. Um, they'll probably do that on airplanes yeah. now, right? They do. Yeah. 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 Qantas, vape free. So yeah. look, you know, the vapes are keeping me employed as part of the uh, thing. So yeah. it's crazy. Back in the day, <laughs> away, guys, no problem. Back, back in the day, keep you going, we'll keep doing work. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll keep trying to suppress you. Yeah. <laughs> back in the day, you go into any nightclub, have a cigarette, and people was mm. didn't care about. Now vaping's through. <laughs> it's everywhere. The, yeah. Nightclubs, the main, yeah. airplane toilets. But bed. the main thing I think about it still is just like, again, you want to make more of an education thing around it and like just keep more educating as opposed to suppression because suppression never really works in well, any not, field. They're, they're not talking about the chemicals and the sugar and yeah, stuff. Like talk about those really because there's people, people always going to do it. So yeah, like can't die. I'm invincible. Yeah. But then like give education around it and there'll be people who probably be more heady and well, I'm be, a bit be, libertarian be, become more stuff. of a deterrent. So people go, what are you doing that for? This is what it does. You know, yeah. like with cigarettes became, is very frowned upon. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah. 
That's just changing the way that people perceive reality. Mm. You know, and it'd be also interesting to see the effect on athletic performance that that bait. They've done studies on that, and, it, and there's yeah. not much, uh, um, not yet. not much that the changes in lung capacity. Right. Mm. Yeah. Not much that changes. Right. In performance, but maybe long more in longevity. Oh, I think yeah. longevity definitely, but yeah. performance-wise, you're not losing much. They said as long as you don't vape two hours before training, you'll get the same results. If you vape yeah. ten minutes before, you might. It does. Um, thin in the arteries at that, at that time so mm. obviously you will have blood flow issues and mm. obviously blood flow issues cause ed so let's mm. get back to that but um that's why <laughs> so that's why that wouldn't doesn't do anything to the lungs but does something to the blood flow right. so that's the only thing that you need to worry about so if you vape you have a limp dick yeah yeah i had so that i got that no. that's why i stopped so that's enough that, <laughs> that should was be well enough. before vaping shit. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i know about the vitamin d the zinc. Uh, get on the hill Oh, citrus. Oh, and, it's uh, you. It's not me. It's, it's, it's not you. It's me. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> oh, I'm so embarrassed right now. <laughs> but, but to your point, Dan, um, you know, you mentioned how, you know, the, we don't really know the impact because it hasn't mm. been around that long. You know, you look mm. at historically, um, you know, when, when the Germans in, in the Second World War were on, you know, speed, yeah, when it was yeah. initially prescribed, it was... It's like, oh this, no, this is super this human. Is not, this, this is, is the, the wonder drug. You know, these, yeah, <laughs> this, this is the wonder drug and they were dropping off like flies. Then you look yeah. at, you know, you go into the eighties when the, um, the East Germans were getting, um, you know, pumped full of gear yeah. and they're winning all the swim races. And then suddenly these 22 year old female athletes are having heart attacks in yeah. the pool. So yeah. it, the, the results aren't really, really known until... Mm. Until These people, people who started it now live their lives, and then we and understand they drop, the repercussions. They drop by forty, or they're having all kind like well, heart cancer. I mean, lung cancer and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, there there is people. There's people actually died from lung issues because they have like respiratory problems. So mm. that definitely causes issues. There's no doubt about that. But it's is it causing more issues than cigarettes or less? Mm. And mm. Uh, obviously, you want to take the less of the devils, right? So mm. people, we can't stop people from wanting to get a hit. Look at him; he's yeah. using mints. Yeah. You know, every form is available, but yeah. I guess, and you also got to watch out for the propaganda from the tobacco industry as well. Yeah. So they, so we will never really know um, until you know mm. twenty years time. But you got to ask, what what is the motive of every the motive of every product? To sell it, to sell to more sell. product, yes. Right? And then the so, motive of the competitor is to stop your selling. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you look at the so-called independent regulators, which, uh, what is their purpose? Their purpose is to appease their shareholders or the government, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's very, very hard to get something that is completely... Um, neutral, uh, neutral, and, and without completely fact-based. Uh, yeah, you know. Th well, maybe we should do a clinical study. Because, yeah. These things are flawed because man is flawed. It takes yeah. one person to have a vested interest in something for a particular reason, mm. and suddenly your result is skewed. You know, you ask yourself mm. the question: Why do you know only certain organisations get certain government contracts? Why do certain they're good at presenting their data? But yeah. it's also who are they presenting to? This is all opinionated. Yeah, know? well, most mm. most people in government aren't very educated in looking at data, they just take the word of the person in well, front of them. But mm. most people, but people are in government because that is a job. You are paid to do a job. And to right? sleep. How do I keep my job? Yes. You make mm. the right people happy. Well, they're not mm. work, work, when you're working in government, it's not like you're working for your tech company where you've got to increase revenue. There's revenue coming from the taxpayer. So there's no fear of performance. Yeah, but, tell, but, mm. tell, but tell me that the job of the government isn't to increase their revenue in order to be able to give back more into their respected tell me tell community. me one government worker you know that's highly motivated besides a politician trying to get on tv oh that's a well this sorry getting, to all my we're, getting, yeah. we're going real political here no, but, you'll, you'll get cancelled 
Hopefully. <laughs> well, the next topic we actually have could get us cancelled yeah. oh, if you go the wrong amazing. way. Up to you. So. Oh, that's <laughs> exciting. to get cancelled. No, uh, our 25 uh, listeners uh, would be devastated. Everyone is motivated by something. Yes. Right? Now, whether that be what you deem it, you know, to make the world a better place or yeah. whether your motivation is dollars or whether mm. your motivation is legacy or whether your motivation yeah. is, you know, fame and fortune. Mm. Whatever that motivation is, yeah. that is subjective to you. Yeah. Right. You interpret whether I am successful or not. So yeah. by you offering yourself towards a product or approving a product or mm. that is your opinion of this is either the right thing to do by me yeah. or the wrong thing to do by me. So I think it's very, very difficult to be able to regulate, you know, the vapes, tobacco, you know, um, it takes certain, forever. It takes forever. And that's too. why it bounces around. It bounces yeah. around, and it bounces around until someone can gain commercial value yeah. and it be the right thing to do. Suddenly, yeah. we have something correct. Boom, off we yeah. go. But a lot of the government advisors in big pharma are obviously paid backhanders, and then they have oh, legacy jobs after it. So you're not mm. going to get a, a regulated you know, you, this, opinion. Yeah. This is the yeah, world yeah, we live yeah, in. Yeah. It's it's who can convince the people of power to do the right thing for well, their money. benefit. Not <laughs> how much money you got. Well, this is the thing. Look where the World Cup is getting played in right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Perfect yeah. example. But the only reason, and I just watched the FIFA documentary. Sorry to digress. We I just watched the FIFA documentary. This is interesting. I watched the FIFA documentary. Was it, where was that on Netflix? Uh, on Netflix. Yeah, Four-part nice. series <laughs> where Stan. the former head of FIFA, <laughs> Sepp Blatter, admitted that it was the wrong decision to go to the World Cup in Qatar. Right. right? The leader. So right. there's one million people over there with no Now, alcohol. it's also a flawed system whereby in order to gain a vote, so they have 84 votes or whatever it is, right? So one, each FIFA playing nation gets a vote, right? Now, Europe has however many countries, let's say, and a certain amount of votes. The Caribbean, which has 15, 20 countries within the space of New South Wales, mm. also has 20 votes. Get out. So all it took was to pay off the respected member in the Caribbean to ensure that money for development of football in that got put into that region to not secure one vote, to secure all 20. Yeah, right. right? So when the Qataris go over and say, and like, Qatar, don't please be uh, listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah. When the Qataris go over and <laughs> say, we'll look, we don't yeah. need to pay the it's head of UEFA, the head of the Europe. We need to pay the ones that only own this much, contribute this little commercially, but have 20 votes. And with seven figures, we will win them over. Look, suddenly their vote is increased by a fifth in comparison to everyone else, and they win the World I Cup. I think it's a genius now, move, to be honest. Well, it's, it's, it's <laughs> like they should have zones. That zone exactly. gets one. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's a, it's a flawed system. But look at this. There has been corruption in this organization for the past 40 years. The mm. person before Sepp Blatter paid off the bloke to get in. Sepp Blatter paid off the bloke to get rid of his mate. Right, and the new bloke that's in has suddenly paid off to get rid of Sepp Blatter. So it's a vicious cycle that goes around. However, full of narcissists by well, the looks of it. But this is the way the world works, unfortunately. It'd be so ruthless. You, yeah. And this is the way the world works, anyways. So what's happened is Qatar won the World Cup. It's all going ahead. You know the human rights record, the um, the issue with you know women and education, all that. So major, major, you know, universal mm. issues. Mm. But. This was done for commercial gain, mm. not for, you know, the better of humanity. Mm. However, no one's ever kicked up a stink of corruption to the extent of filing charges, finding the right people and doing them dirty, right? And putting them away until paid. now. And the reason was that who went against Qatar to win the World Cup and lost 
and put about $25 million into Australia. their Australia. No, the US. The US did it, lost, yeah. cried baby, then got the FBI involved and said, this stinks. And that's when they went after FIFA and put all their executives in jail. Oh, so no way. For 30 years, they haven't batted an eyelid. They had a crack at winning, apparently legitimately, yeah. lost, and then went, nah, this is bullshit. Yeah. We're going to gun all of you. Right? <laughs> and so it's the FBI that has led this investigation into FIFA, trying to get everyone out of Switzerland and all their respective countries, put them in jail. Right? So it's here, they're, they're essentially sore losers because yeah. they tried to play by the rules, lost, and now they're going... No, yeah. no, no, not fair. Yeah. So, but the only reason it's not fair is because they missed out on a couple of billion dollars of revenue into their own nation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. If it was someone else that competed, the US wouldn't have given batted an eyelid. Oh yeah, no. So what, back back to the World Cup. Won. Which yeah. team are you going for? You're Croatian, Argentina, Croatian. Australian. <laughs> Apparently similar to Croatia. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's, a, it's the Asian version. Yeah, okay. no, my my pick is Argentina to win the World oh, Cup. I think we will see. Two coronations within the space of twelve months. We'll see Messi so his you, crown, and then you're like Qatar. You got you got a few later. tickets in there. Well, I'm very like, yeah. My, my sleep patterns are going to be real poor <laughs> for the next sort of six weeks. Um, oh, your enjoyable. pick, my pick. Fuck who? Who are the top five? Oh, you just swore then? again, man. What's that? Nah. <laughs> Fuck. I oh, will go Great Britain. Great Britain is yeah. England. It's England. not Great Britain. Oh, English. Scotland. I'll go Wales. Eng- Sorry, my the apologies. So I'll you, go for so the you, English because oh, I just want to see the Hooligans fucking go it's off. Coming no, I want them in the finals and then lose. Yeah. It's coming home. <laughs> I, I don't know who's going to win, but um, you know, Sweden in it. I'll go for your oh, yeah. amazing looks. Out, no, they're in it. Definitely, they're in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would have gone for Italy, but they couldn't get nah, through. No, they couldn't get through. How yeah. do they not make it? They won the Euro Cup and then they couldn't get to the world. Crazy. Which is crazy. Netherlands did that like 2006 or something, right? You look at some of the teams that are in there and like, they're well below the standard. Yeah. Unfortunately, when, you, when, well, you when you're trying Australia to be as... Through. I know. Oh, I don't think we'll score a goal. Seriously. <laughs> I'm so concerned. Mate, uh, come on. But no, we're not. Optimism. We're, just not, we're not up there. We're going to make it What's, through the group stages. Oh, I'll bet you a handshake on it right now. I don't think we will. I mean, we've got the Danes in France. France are playing their B team. They've got lots of injuries, right? Like yeah, 10 but, or so injuries. Yeah, but the French have like a squad of... 100. I saw in the paper that Australia lost one of their best players. I didn't even know who he was. <laughs> I was like, oh, I've never, is he playing? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, look, we've we got, we got big issues in our game. So, so is Croatia. Let's have a look at the World Cup. Well, Croatia, Croatia's looking good, but I think they had their chance in, in 2018. Mm. Um, mm. But in saying that, I'll yeah, be, Argentina's, they're the... I think Argentina, Spain, Brazil. No, no, Spain. Spain Spain's got a young yeah. side. Spain's yeah. got a young side. They've done a big clean out of of um of players, so Spain could be could be in there because of you know this new youth that's come in. Spain have got some incredible players. How old's Messi now? Thirty three, thirty four, I think. So he's, yeah, this could be his last chance. Oh, this, to win I the think World this could be his last chance. Yeah, could be his last chance. But uh, I, Brazil's favorite for winning an arm, uh, so I'm certain. No, no, no favorites won the World Cup, have they? No, no. ever. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, not ever. I can't say that. I don't have, I don't have the sports <laughs> you don't have the periodical on, table. You yeah. have the statistics on? So, mm. No. But sorry. So we, that's we, we a, went, that's we a, went that way was, where we were supposed to go. That's but, yeah, that's that was a well tangent out of our vaping. The, that's part yeah. of the That started theory. with vaping and yeah. then now. <laughs> 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 we have Joe Rogan. So All right. What's our next question? Another request that's been dialed in is to have an opinion on this Andrew Tate. I've got to go. So Now... 
Obviously, yeah. he's been getting a lot of air time. He's back on Twitter. He's back as Elon. Did he make it back? Yeah, yeah he's Elon's back on Twitter. On. The, I was just Trumpster, saw he's back on. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's, got, yep. he's got 25 million followers yeah. after like a couple of days. Well, he's back. I think he got a 52% took over 48%. Yeah, there have been Elon um, and his robots. <laughs> Once again, like, you know, I think Elon's Elon Twitter price goes up if Trump's on it. So yeah. Because he gets, well, Tate, he gets a lot Tate of the, got the, an the right. million followers when he got back on, and I think Trump probably did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Tate's the most famous man on the world at the moment. Well, this is, is, this is the this most is, Google searched. Yeah. 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 Um, and so he's obviously got some pretty strong and strong opinions on um, all kinds of all things. All kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, I want to get your two cents. I'll let uh, the Mulberg go first, yeah. the big iron mountain, no, so, he, so he can, he, he can, can climb the, the mountain, I can set, set the, the bar, tone. and I can come I can in there the and, you and can not just, be... You can come in and get cancelled. I hope, yeah. hopefully. <laughs> well, like, if you look at his um, quick short things, what the, what's on, like, um, a reel or a TikTok, um, he, like, just sounds like an absolute pig. Mm. Like, and it's understandable why people go fucking like off chops about it. But when you, if you listen to him actually in an extended podcast, like he says, again, some outrageous stuff, but he also says a lot of things which make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And like, if you'd like not just like scream cancel immediately, like he says, yeah, a lot of things, which is like, like, yeah, you know, 80, fair 80, point, 80 fair point, mate. These things are fair point. Yeah. Sure. It's like, it's a fucking fair point. But then yeah. it's also a matter of, you know, the, the, the outrageous things that he does say, which, you know, really do. In but then it's opinion, also what makes opinion. him go viral. No, because <laughs> it, that's what makes him go viral. But it's also the way that I kind of interpret Andrew Tate is we as a society shouldn't put that stuff on a pedestal. Like mm. we, we hunt the headline and then whinge about it. Yeah. It's yeah. like if some idiot talks, my response is I'm not giving you my time of day. Mm. My response isn't. Oh, I want to make an issue out of this and mm. and put it up on everything, and I want everyone's opinion on it. Yeah. If you're a clown, I don't want to hear from you. I want to hear from you know people who have similar views. Well, not necessarily similar views, but but articulate, fair views, and can justify their viewpoint. Whether yeah. I agree with it or not is two different things. Yeah. You know, I think he was just more of like, in a way, a master of marketing to make him go viral out mm. of nowhere. Basically, like you know, you know he got viral, right? Yeah. Not just mean? from that, but obviously women, but he's trying to be the Dan Bazarian, but he also yeah. had Hustlers University. Yeah. And he's got like thousands and thousands of people subscribed to that. They pay 50 bucks a week and they got to post content his, on him, his him. content. Oh, on their own stuff. Yeah. So like, see, he's just like a master of marketing in that getting, sense to make himself people huge. people pay him to advertise for him. It's mm. incredible, right? So it's really just seems like just a really good marketer. And then yeah. yeah, with his stuff, mm. like, like, and then he'll say some things, and he probably says all kinds of outrageous things. Where something's like, "Oh, that's a bit fucking piggery," and then other things, it's like, "Yeah, look, that's a fucking good point." Yeah, and, exactly. But like, and he's just trying to go the fast and hard way of doing it because you can think about he's other very people, aggressive, yeah. very aggressive. But you say a lot, of, like, like say you could say like a Jordan Peterson, mm. for example, he had he built up from the long way of saying just sensible shit. Yep. For fucking fifty years, mm. basically, which just makes a lot of sense. And he wasn't gonna say anything clickbaiting. <laughs> he fucking got deplatformed. That's where it's like cooked because he, if you actually listen to anything he says, it's like he's one of the most educated people you ever. It's like to, they yeah. are all fucking fair points. Like you mm. can't really contest this. You can maybe disagree with it, but you can't just like, nah, this is like yeah. shit. My my view on Tate is like he says a lot of good things. Like yeah. he's, you know, as a society, 
a lot of men aren't being as strong as they should be and, and yeah. being role models and strong leaders. Like he's also saying, look after your woman, look after the people around you, make sure you look after people. It's not just saying, oh, this is, he says words like bitches and it, just to get yeah. the reaction. He's actually joking half the time, but yeah. short format, obviously misconstrues things. Yeah. What's well, on social media? But he's media. actually quite an intelligent guy. Yeah, like definitely. He, if you hear him talk, his vocabulary is extremely high. He he's destroyed very Pierce Morgan. For, mm. for a 90 minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. And then Pierce Morgan got him back on and was like, hey, you're going to the game, best <laughs> yeah. mates. So, but yeah, if you want to be strong, man, be a leader, there's some good points, you know, look mm. after the people around you, be very respectful of women. Yeah. Um, if you listen, listen to those points, they're good things to take. I don't see anything wrong with it, but obviously talking about, he got deplatformed because of the machete in a girl, right? So he, I haven't he even heard that one. A, yeah, he was saying, yeah, I'll slap that cheek with a whatever yeah. this is joking around but he yeah. obviously got in trouble in the uk because his his video went around with him role-playing with his missus mm. and they, had, they both had machetes whatever yeah and right everyone thought he was up for some type of charge but it was in that that chick actually came out on tiktok and uh and said no we'll just role play, playing andrew's a nice polite guy mm. but look he says some stupid shit i don't think he's fully misogynistic he does want younger women but people yeah. girls want taller guys older guys yeah some girls want money some the girls guys, want this everyone yeah. the, the freedom of opinion is the freedom to offend so you just got to take yeah. if you're offended to something tune out you know what that's a great point not even a fair point yeah he's, just, he's allowed a freedom of opinion and he and the only reason he was well he got a lot of attention Exactly, and, and it stuck with attention. But, There's any, probably a lot of people who agree with that. I might say something that that I believe in that might offend you, right? But it's mm. not going to deter us from talking later. It's mm. just like I don't agree with that, Stu. Okay, well we won't broach that subject anymore. We'll talk about, yeah. um, you know, protein and drinking <laughs> beers at the bracket yeah. and, and, and water polo, yeah. for yeah. example. You know what I mean? And me yeah. and you can talk about Muscle Chef meals and lifting weights and well, grunting. You, yeah, but yeah. this is the thing, like where it's actually healthy to have debates. Debates and disagreement. And, 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 yeah. and disagreement is healthy because it eventually, if you are committed enough to the person you're speaking to, you will eventually understand their viewpoint. Yeah. Or yeah. you will go, I don't get it. I'm trying. I appreciate Explain, this conversation. Yeah. And, I reckon we touch back on it later. I'll be able to work it out. And you think mm. about it, right? And you don't yeah. let your ego get in the way. No, ego, ego destroys conversations. Mm. It's yeah. like, okay, when you're young, you don't like criticism. You're like, mm. when your parents trying to criticize you, give you constructive, you're like, no, I know everything on the best. But when you get a bit older, you're like, man, I, I don't mind being criticized or critiqued yeah. now because I want to learn and become better. That, yeah, you'll improve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, without constructive criticism or yeah. feedback, how do you improve? How do you yeah. know you're doing something wrong? So, well, it, but that's that, also that's, that's it's education. Man. Well, that's the difference between like again who you're talking to because like you guys and same as me like to actually improve and grow Every and try day, to become bro. the best version of yourself. Well, mate, I'm a fault. And climb, climb your got, mountain. Got so many faults, and everyone does. And yeah. it's about being self-aware enough to work on them. It's like yeah. if I got my left arms at the gym and I can't lift weights very strong, well, I'm going to focus more on that. Yeah. So you got to focus a lot on your yeah. weaknesses, but yeah. also enhance Figure your strengths. Figure out why. Figure out why it is. It's an issue and then yeah. proving correct. But, but these conversations probably. With, with people that you have different <laughs> opinions on, this is what teaches you empathy. Yeah. Right? This teaches you and un, you know, understand another person's viewpoint. And if they are, you know, in needing help or in times when times are tough, you can actually for a second put a different hat on because you know that person, although you don't have the same opinion, you can actually take a moment in their shoes and go, Oh, this is the reason you are yeah. down. Let me help you in whatever capacity that is. But the only reason, the only way you're going to learn that is by hearing a differing of opinion. Mm, you know, if definitely. everyone was the same, right, it'd be a very, very boring world. Well, yeah. Back to your point there. So just say I got a hit by a car and I was in a car accident, I got traumatized, 
and you got hit by a car and you were in a car accident, but you didn't experience the same trauma. You could go, I've been seeing through the same thing as you, but it did nothing to me, so get on with it. It's, but everyone feels and acts differently and everyone experiences things differently. So you need to understand just because you don't feel empathy for that situation because it wouldn't affect you, it does mm. affect other people differently because we're all wired differently and we've got different chemicals in our brain and yeah. all that type of stuff. We've been raised in a different environment. Some people are more sensitive. Some people have no empathy. Some people just, you know, nothing affects them. So mm. we've got to understand those types of things and obviously relate to that as opposed to just always going, oh, if that happened to me, I'd be sweet. You know, some people handle things way better than other people. You know, mm. you put me in a boardroom, people, I'm as cool as a cucumber. Put me in front of a girl and I crumble like a violet crumble. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, solid those, as a lemonade sandwich. Oh, <laughs> that is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but in, in business, like I could sit in front of a CEO and pick him apart because I don't, I'm, I'm watching, I'm just reacting, I'm yeah. cool, I'm calm. That's my environment. I feel safe there. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's your world. That's my now, world. Now, I now have just to. Now I have to. Now just have to transplant that mindset when it comes to a pretty girl. That's also yeah. exposure therapy, right? Yeah. I've been yeah. exposed to it so much. Yeah. You know, I've had to be forced to be confronted. I used to have going to big meetings with Qantas and Optus and mm. shit myself because I have 10 people for Optus. There'd be, you know, suits, all these suits walking yeah. in. You've got the big suits in the, and then I've got to present the whole mobile piece and the direction what we're doing. Yeah. And it's, you're under pressure because you don't want to sound dumb. You want to make sure you don't slip up. You've got a lot riding on it. Mm. But once you understand and, you know, be cool, calm, collected and everything will be all right. So, yeah. Well, it's actually, actually referred to, I had, a, I had a work call last week and everyone was, you know, talking uncontrollably and I'm the new guy. And, and at the end of the conversation, they go, geez, Luke, you don't have much to say. And I said, look, I don't really have much. I, I don't have much to say because, because you all offended me. <laughs> like, I, I, I am new here, right? You guys are talking about relationships that have existed for well over three, four years, right? I am here listening so I can learn. Yeah. Right. And that was my reaction to them. They go, yeah. oh, fuck. He's well, not an good. idiot. Because right? <laughs> when you're listening, you're learning. That's a good, that's a good like, two learning. ears, one mouth moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was very funny. I sat on this call and they were just, a lot of the call was very, like, oh, I'll just pull a name out of my pocket for, for no reason. Mm. And I went, what was the purpose of this? Yeah. You know, and I'm trying, you're trying to understand the lay of the land um, in the business. But I went, we didn't really get much out of here because everyone just wanted to speak over the top of each other going, these are the wins that I had in the past. These are the wins I've, I had in the past. I've noticed yeah. that in corporate, like, eh? In corporate, oh, in corporate, everyone wants to have a voice and feel yeah. like, be like, oh, I'm really cool. Yeah. But you know what I always learned? The so, most person that's quietest in the room is probably the most dangerous. Mm. So you've got to get their attention engagement mm, because like that, that person could assassinate you. Yeah. They're sitting there like a crocodile stalking their prey, man. It's so, like that episode of The Simpsons when the triads versus like that other gang. Yeah, yeah watch that. I also, <laughs> at church, we don't have pointless meetings where we have to talk over each other because mm -hmm. there's no point. We'll meet only when something is necessary. Otherwise, everything is through Slack or email. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Let's get on with work. Mm. And if you've got a problem, we'll get on a call. But there's yeah. just so many pointless meetings these days. I know. Pointless. What do you achieve? Nothing. Two hours your day is gone, but I put it in my calendar so I've been efficient at work. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Well, fortunately, I don't have to deal with corporates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right, big deal. It's yeah. question time. Oh shit! All right, <laughs> there's so many questions this week. Do you want? Do you want to run it? Or do you want me to run it, mate? Look, you're in charge of the ship today. I've right. just been a passenger watching you two. Is the I've been the triangle of the third wheel, or whatever. You want to <laughs> so, on the tricycle ride. Right. Tricycle. So while, while we're while we're on the edge of the diving board, about to get pushed off, or get you know, to get cancelled. Our so. first question, and Ooh. I don't know who these are from. Uh, thoughts on pronouns. I love this question. Who wants to go first? Oh I love God. it. I love this question. <laughs> I actually had this question the other day. I was at a pub 
Obviously, not drinking. Yeah. With a, with <laughs> All right, Stuart, so yeah, you, char- yeah, you, you lead the charge. You lead the charge. I can't believe how they hold the froth so, so well. So like, yeah, I, I, mate, I've, I've, uh, it looks good. People believe I'm drinking, but so I'm Stewie, not. So, Stewie, tell us about your thoughts and pronouns. So, for me, for me, it's the same process and thought on racism, right? Mm. You know, instead of calling you a white man and him a you know a Latino or whatever you want to say, so the background Croatian. is. It's the same thing. Like, get rid of pronouns. Call, hey, Luke. Hey, Berg, no more pronouns. Like, why do we need Mr. Mr. She, he, these? They're yeah. just creating divisions, right? Heaps, and, yeah. and, and you don't need a division when it comes to someone's name. Learn someone's name. Have respect that way. Show respect. Say hello. Hey, hey Berg or Iron yeah. Berg or whatever you want to be called. And it's the same thing as racism. It's exactly yeah. the same just pillar. Just treat them as the individual as opposed to like this group or object or tribe. Exactly. But it's the same pillar that we, we, we divided people racism. Now we're yeah. dividing people with pronouns. There's no difference. It's just yeah. words, right? Yeah. If someone's born a woman or born a man, then it's only relevant when they go to hospital to get treated, mm. right? It, just teach, just, you know, hey, that's it. Uh, I reckon you just call them by their name. What's your definition Fuck. of a woman, Stewie? Well, is that new doco that's yeah. coming out or it's out or whatever? Well, I don't need to have yeah. a definition. I just call them by their name. It yeah. looks sensational. What are, what are we what talking about here? There's a new documentary out. What, what, what is it called? What is a woman? What is a woman? Oh, oh, yeah. And I am Caitlin Jenner, one woman of the year. to watch yeah. it because this guy goes to some real important people and goes, tell me what a woman is, and they just crumble. There's like, yeah. Uh, well, def- well, Caitlin Jenner, one woman of the year, and she's only a woman for six months, so- she done a great job. Yeah, yeah. Wheaties, box, Olympian, and woman of the year in six months. Very good transition. Yeah. Transformation. But what do you mm. look? Let's get to you. What do you think? Oh, pronouns. Yeah. What do you think of my? I I'm just look. I'm just gonna agree with you. I, in general, think they're dumb. And in all what you said, I don't need to add too much on there. Well, That's the good. Mister and Ma'am and Sir was back in the old days. Where we were yeah. so formal that we had to wear. You know. Yeah. It was a formal girls greeting. Couldn't, girls couldn't twerk back like, then, yeah. you know. So it's you know we've, we've changed the way that we live. We're becoming a bit, you know, yeah, backwards. Bit I just feel like I feel like they're just a thing when life is too good, and then you start f- figuring out new problems well, to make. These are all creative because of law and politics, yeah. right? So if you removed nay, like sex and male or whatever, because if, if you just put human. Mm. Yeah, anyone that's human, unless you identify something, mm. like, you know, well, I've, sometimes medical- I identify as a race car, you know, but yeah. I'm just saying, if you just put human and that's, these are the laws for humans, mm. then you have equality of rights, equality of outcome, and you don't have all this bullshit. Mm. Yeah, look, I'm just, I agree with you. What do you reckon, Lucas Neal? Mate, I really like your point on creating division and the whole concept of by branding someone into a particular section that it alienates definitely and it's actually one that you know you see it a lot in i'll use linkedin as an example jeez we're gunning everyone that you know <laughs> that we could get in trouble for so yeah. linkedin for example how many pronouns they are on say LinkedIn? that my profile 27. my oh, profile is incomplete on linkedin because i have not put in a pronoun they, they can't force people into but a that's corner how right it so i look at my and I think, oh what have i missed i've missed a photo have i missed a bit of my work history what have i missed yeah and it's i haven't put a pronoun in and therefore i don't um i don't have a complete profile mm. and i go but just call me by my name mm. or, or what you interpret me as that's fine that's your interpretation that's your opinion like i just think it is ridiculous that it's forced on you yeah and Again, it's like I think it's a libertarian thing where it's like if someone really wants it, then and it's maybe a bit questionable. You're not sure what they are, then like sure they can have a pronoun. Well, get rid of but the like, pronouns, bro. Then we have these problems. Like yeah. why? Did, why? Did, like I said, it's just because didn't exist two years ago. Yeah, but like I said, it's like things where life is. It's almost that life is like too good. You're creating new problems. 
unnecessarily. Oh, it is. That's what, are we bored, That's what <laughs> like we it's do. Like it's a sense bored. of boredom. Yeah. How, how do we cause more legal arguments in the platform people? Okay, yeah. we'll put pronouns in. What's next? Yeah, it will just keep dividing and dividing and people just find a reason to tribalize or whatever. Because everyone, like, obviously, everyone wants to be part of something, right? So this is where the pronoun starts. Obviously, yeah. uh, whatever. People want to be part of the LGBTQI, whatever it's going yeah. on to now. So it's all about community and pe- being a part of something, feeling a part of something and feeling relatable mm. to something. So mm. I get those things, but you still got your communities that you can do that in. Like we go to C3. A lot that's of people. a community that we're yeah. part of. We don't have a. I was about we, to say, you just join a gym like a CrossFit yeah. gym or strength and conditioning. Exactly. Like, like just be a part of a community. Be part of the community. Be proud but of the community. A lot people of people are isolated. But many people are isolated. Well, people yeah. were doing that back in the day through churches. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's mm. no difference than your, your, your local gym now or your so local the, cafe or where you go to your watering hole to have yeah. waters obviously yeah and uh, and that's the end of the subject i reckon let's move on to the next question <laughs> all right. i think i dominated that yeah right. so, very very good question so the next great one, answer to stewie thank you appreciate yeah, you next one we appreciate got, you sir and this is quite open but we got red flags red flags yeah what's a red flag what is a red flag is a red flag just yeah. was that we well, just said just said red flags question mark was the question that's all i have i can tell you that came from um but then I'll get in trouble. So, like in a, are we? Do we want to take this down the relationship thing, or yeah, working with your client, or just when you see a human? I think in, in a human. Let's just do that. Let's oh, not. Let's, let's, let's not pronoun it. Let's mm. put it in a human. We can, we can, we can round. We can round table our for, like a red flag each. Yeah, what so, you yeah, think? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Stuart, you're on the run. You start. Okay, so a, a, a red flag <laughs> yeah. for me is someone that says something and their actions are different, mm. and um, that's that's very hard to build integrity and trust with. So for me, when I try to do my actions or integrity, I try to keep them on point. Sometimes I fail Berg on a weekly basis. But they're, um, they're environmental issues. But if I generally say that I'm going to do something, I do it. And I try to mm. install that integrity. And if, yeah, that's, that's, if someone doesn't do that, then it's hard to do business with. It's hard to be in a relationship. It's hard to do mm. anything. So it's multiple, multiple purpose. Mm. Actually, I agree. It's basically, but it's all comes down to an integrity thing. I'm going to take it as a fitness thing when I'm watching people in say working like training and their inability to count correctly or like lying in their forms that yeah. kind of thing yeah that's like that's, that's a red a flag a... there and that, that's like an extension of an integrity thing because there's no stress really there's no real stress of well, one's they're not training anyone, they're yeah. Not, yeah no stress in the gym or there's no stress in like really it's like made up stress in your own head like and how do you respond to the stress it's like do you do the 50 burpees or do you do 27 mm-hmm. and so that's like to, yeah okay. that's like an that would be one this is, that's a real soft red flag, but that's like one example I see regularly. My red flag is manners. Mm. I cannot stand people that don't show good manners. Mm. I agree. I think by showing good manners, it doesn't cost you anything. So mm. everyone can afford it. Yeah. Right? Well, if someone shows you respect, you show them respect. Exactly yeah. right. By showing bad manners, you do show um, a lack of respect to that particular person yeah. or to your environment. Things like, you know, if you walk past a piece of rubbish and you don't pick it up, that's 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 bad manners for me to your environment. Yeah. Um, when someone helps you out and look as trivial as it is, you. and they don't say thank you. Yeah. Now, mm. I don't need thank you for validation of a good deed, but if I was shoe on the other foot, I would certainly thank someone for them going out of their way to help me. Great. Yeah. You know, and. You just know, basic pleases and, and, and thank yous. Yeah, and just there's nothing rude than someone being and, and an asshole to a waiter. Yeah. Gratitude reciprocates, right? If you show gratitude to someone else, it would be shown back to you. In most circumstances. In most yeah. circumstances, one way or the other. Yeah. So my big red flag in people is manners. If you don't yeah. show good manners and if you don't 
acknowledge that you're not on this earth alone and everything you achieve is simply you. Mm. You know, it's everyone's part of a team in some yeah. description. You make up your own team, but there is also these random acts of kindness that happen. You should really acknowledge that. A lot that. of people yeah. think kindness is weakness these days, but I think don't mistake kindness for weakness. I think it's a very big strength. A lot of yeah, things happen in definitely. my life day to day where I've got to be kind and no good, good deed goes unpunished. And mm. these people could treat me like shit and they think that I don't know what's going on, but I'd prefer to stick the higher ground and yeah. not go down there. And that's a harder um, thing to learn to do because it obviously does affect you from time to time, but you build resilience to it. But yeah, I think that people should always be kind regardless of the situation and not vindictive. Yeah, 100%. Good answers, people. Here we go, back into the fitness world. Ah. Can I get toned, not bulky, doing weight training? Yes. <laughs> End of question. Yeah, simple yeah. as that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. I think that you're going to get more toned. Uh, yes, and well, weight training. Are you talking about high reps? No, or? any, well, all resistance training. Depends will, on much protein. It just depends on your... Nutrition, really. All resistance training will build muscle, but being toned versus bulky, it's more of just a body fat percentage. So if you're lifting weights and you're eating 30% in a surplus, you're going to get bulky. If you're lifting weights and you go um, into a deficit or in some kind of some kind of diet protocol, then you'll become more toned or lean or ripped. You'll just have more lean muscle showing. Mm -hmm. But yes. Beautiful. That. <laughs> Happy with that answer. If you could choose one exercise for the rest of your life, oh, what they, would it be? Oh, these are always dumb. <laughs> um, sex. Sex. <laughs> I'll just be a rabbit. Okay. If it's only one and only one, then for most people, walking and just move. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. so vital for your NEAT score, right? Yeah, correct. Does everyone know what the NEAT score or is? Or if you need to get your heart rate up, sprint up a hill. Yeah. And if it has to be a gym exercise, it would be like a pull-up, squat, or a deadlift. But um, something real foundational. Yeah. You can just – five moves would be better, but if you had to only do one ever, it would just walk. Yep. And awesome. talk. And yep. talk. Walk and talk. And chew gum at the same time. Exactly. Get a good I'll, I'll acknowledge that. the walk. Um, for me, Get some I pheromones, hold someone's hand while you walk. Really? Mm. Pull up number one. Yeah. Are you serious? Think, yeah, 100%. I just want to get those I think life shoulders and gravity traps. does everything it can to compress you. And I think pull up is one of the only motions which actually does the opposite. You could be mm. a sloth and just dangle from the bar and that yeah. would be just hey, adjusting. There's, there's a great theory but I, on, on I agree. <laughs> yes, there is. It's great for your shoulders and your, yeah. and your back. But I agree. Pull up or a lap pull down, mm. something like that. Something that actually goes against life. Life. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Yeah. Your, answer is, your answer is better. I agree. There's no fully. winners. We're all winners. No one's better, but you know. Yeah. That, that, you'll take the more that. that I think about it, I go, not no, the more I think yeah. about it, it's, more, it's fucking perfect. Yeah. <laughs> because all everyone's right. also hunched forward a pull up or like any kind of up body pull. Yeah. Or just at least get your shoulders back in a good postural position. You won't be looking like a caveman. Yeah. I agree. I, I, I'd walk, hang, dangle, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and uh, try and increase your neat score. <laughs> Here's one. Getting hack, uh, getting jacked as a hack. Easy testosterone. Trenbolone. Or if we're going natural, go natural. Um, milk. Ah. That was the biggest thing. What made me build a lot of mass real quick is when I first started training. Calcium. The first year in the CrossFit gym I was at, got really nowhere. Kind of got a bit 
Is that why everyone in CrossFit was drinking chocolate milks all the time? Yeah, I was drinking drinking raw milk. You're right. But like the calories you get from milk and the nutrients you get is huge. Like a lot of fat, you get a lot of carbs, you get a lot of protein. And this was during the time I knew fucking nothing about nutrition. I just did a basic strength program. I did a Wendler 531 program. Mm. did the CrossFit class and I was just drinking a couple of liters of milk a day wow. and I got like huge in yeah. like, I got <laughs> bigger that, and leaner in like in six months. All that wow. coaches, all that coaches that, when I owned a CrossFit gym, they all drank milk after yeah. training. It's one of the best, like, and chocolate milk is one of the best for a post-workout uh, recovery as well. But mm. just straight milk is great to getting jacked. Get some oak if you're now, a skinny yeah, dude, if you're a skinny dude, like just lift weights, follow progressive overload and drink milk and you'll like blow up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like we're all getting some milk later. Yeah. Very good. Because actually, wise man said it's like the the main purpose of milk is make a small mammal into a bigger mammal. Wow. What do you think about for growth that's and development? Good. Yes, that's very good. I'm learning something today. <laughs> I feel more Dumbbells educated. or barbells? Dumbbells for Dumb- sure. Dumbbells for most. Dumbbells for most? Yeah. But Depends if you've got like one side that's paralyzed and you'd have yeah. to go. Barbells. But for general physical development, dumbbells. Dumbbells. Yeah, just for structural balance. Uh-huh. But barbells and such, like people can start creating little inefficiencies because- you're pushing the same weight with both arms, but a lot of people can be real weak on one side to the other, so dumbbells. I guess there's a big focus on sort of unilateral strength, you know, Mm. being able to- Like on a dumbbell bench press, like both arms have to work equally. equally. Mm. Well, on a barbell bench press, like that used to happen with me playing tennis. Like my right side was dominant, and Mm. when I first started training- Barbells, I'm just like, one side will hitch. Was it from tennis or extracurricular activities at home after Both. school? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. There was no dates, so yes. Wood <laughs> <laughs> <Good> pulling. <laughs> no <laughs> plates or dates. <laughs> and final question, going a little bit different here. What business tools have made a big impact in your life in the businesses that you have been either involved in, created, run? So, Stewie, I'll let you go first on this one. This is this is a pretty hard question to answer, but like patience would be one of the tools you have to use in business. Like mm. I, when you're a when you're a founder and a big boss CEO, you know, no big deal. Um, what, you're, why, you're, is your, you're, why is your dick on the table? Growing? Yeah, I'm just after <laughs> you know BD energy. Um, you're you're an extreme optimist. You know, you mm. you you're like everything that comes in you you believe that's going to happen, but. I'd say there's two things, having systems and processes in place so that you have structure in your organization that things don't fall through the cracks would be the biggest tool I use on a day-to-day basis. Like everything that we do in tech is recorded, coded, documented um, very thoroughly because we get audited by the government uh, because we do R&D and we do government contracts. Mm. And then the second one would be like patience and leave your ego at the door. The moment you Mm. have ego, the moment that you don't listen, um, it causes um, problems in your business, especially if you have partners. If you sit there and, and have an ego and a dick measuring competition, you're never going to achieve anything. Mm. So, yeah, patience, ego, systems, processes, procedure, and just consistency at the grind. You have to be consistent like any anyone that I've ever seen, whether it's playing sport, business, mm. um, you know, singing, you know, hobbies. Yeah. The most person that's been the most consistent has always been the highest performer. So yeah. I've seen those in every Just, environment that I've been in. I've seen in rugby, I was far better than this one guy. So I took it for granted and he worked 10 times harder and eventually took over. It's the same thing in business. Yeah. So if you work extra hard, like eventually when you've got that repetition up, yeah. done the more reps over a certain period of time, you're going to overlap that person. doesn't matter how much talent you got. Yeah. Wax, just wax on, wax off there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> off to you, uh, Molberg. Look, I'm in a different stage of my business where I'm still more like a sole patron- solo 
Preneur, still how you say it, solopreneur there, but it basically is just showing up in consistency and just consistently just showing up um, for all your clients what you have and then as you're just working through cool. and just focusing on just helping. Well, my one is just like purely just focusing on how to help the person for you be and content, growing up. Right? And so you need to put out content daily, regardless yeah. how you feel. Or but like how that's help you grow. But how I also grow mostly because that's how it'll grow to the next level is marketing as such. But how I grew for the most part is just um, the word of mouth and yeah. going through the people I already have, and then they tell one person, and then they tell one person, and then just creating that way. That's like a much of a nuts and seeds slower so, approach, but so, it's that. So for going the most back part. to for me, and sorry, I'm, I'm going to cut you off one second, but like. You can only grow your business through word of mouth to a certain point, Correct. right? And Correct. then that becomes flatlined. Correct. So that's why I'm at the threshold so, there. So yeah. when you get to that flatline, you yeah. must be marketing. And that's what I'm saying, continuous content. But I'm sorry that I interrupted you. It's very poor manners of myself. No. And I'll pick up a lot of rubbish on the way home, Luke. <laughs> but that is very correct, Stewie. It's that exactly that. Um, and then I lost my train of thought. The next up, oh, there we are. The other thing is learning from people who are where you want to be at the who are at high levels of growth and development is learning from mentors. Surround yourself with a lot of people like that. Yeah. Um, and actually that's probably the biggest, I guess, tool helper is surrounding yourself with people uh, who are performing at a higher level because it's the same kind of thing. You'd be the smartest person in the room. You need to find a new room. Well, how good is it if thing. you surround yourself with five highly competitive people and you all think you're the best or something? You're going to push yourself to be even better at that thing, right? Correct, so yeah. if you can realize that and not be too egotistic about mm. it, you have to have a little bit of ego, right? Otherwise, yeah. you die. Well, everyone yeah. who – the same thing with an athlete who's a performer or anyone who has a business, you need to have a bit of ego to think you can have the audacity oh, to do things. And if you have things. no ego, you'll die. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you have no ego, you won't even. Yeah. If you have no ego as well, you just don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would say for me, dreams without goals are just dreams. I love the cliches. You <laughs> so, in order to achieve what you dream to achieve, you have to set yourself goals. Yeah, and, correct. And that is your stepping stone to eventually reach your final. Do you have a vision board at home? I don't have a vision board, but I've got, you know, what does two years look like? What does five years look like? What does 10 years look like? And that's a real underrated one, though, mm. too. Even if you're just writing it down on a piece of paper, like goals. I, I've written down goals from like five years ago, where, where I'd want to be and what I want to do. Have you achieved then, them? Yeah, all of them. And I'm like, fuck, I need to I like, write bigger too. goals. When I write down goals, you normally yeah. achieve 80 to 90% of them. So yeah. if you don't have any goals, where well, you're going to go, well, you're going to float around. So it is okay for your, and this is through personal experience, it's okay for your goals to shift. Yeah. Um, of course. It's got to pivot. Know, because if I, I write my goals down at 20 and I am so off. Mm. You're not a fortune teller. Yeah, exactly. But I also, you have that realization that, you know what, the goalposts have actually shifted for the better. Yeah. You know, so let's just take that and run with it. Mm. The other thing that I find is a really important tool is in business, don't leave crumbs. What does that mean? Don't leave crumbs means do the job well till the end and don't leave anything behind so you know if you're if you're doing a deal and you've promised you know 100 things don't do 98 and then move on mm. yeah they're gonna your integrity's gone there yeah, yeah. it will bite you in the bum so if you're doing a, a job or if you're achieving a task make sure you do it 100 percent so that person that you have done the deal with isn't in two minds as to whether this is a good deal and is my integrity still intact. 
mm. and will this guy or girl want to work with me again? Well, you're not yeah. going to get a referral if you don't. No, exactly. Right. Do the right so thing, I right? always remind myself when I think the job's done, are there any crumbs left? Yeah. Do I need to clean anything up before moving on? Do to you the ever? Next? Do you ever like just think about? Okay, I've got ten things to do for this customer. I'm going to promise them five and give them ten, and then you, you over, oh, under you always under promise and over deliver. Yeah, you always want to go that way instead of the other way around. You know, and and it's a it's something as as little as you can even bullshit a lead time and actually go, it's going to take longer than what it is. Exactly, yeah. and deliver half the time. And, and yeah. suddenly, and if they can accept that and go, that's great. I said, well, look, Goppos are shit. We can do this. They're like, wow, if you can do that, it'd be That can also help close a deal too, right? Absolutely, yeah. it does, it does. So you got to be a little bit careful when you do dangle the under-promise. Mm. Um, because you've got to remember there's competitors as well yeah. who are maybe over-promising. Yeah. Right? So, but that's where it needs to be about the relationship. But, but do not- these people trust me? Do I trust them? Are we going to get a fair deal for both? Yes, 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 yes. Then he's going to, he or she's going to go with me. Mm. That's, I want the investment in what I am selling to be, I am buying it from Luke because I trust him, not because necessarily it is the best product. And and mm. most people in tech don't deliver on time, right? No, it's never. the most notorious industry for overpromising and delivering. Mm. So if you can actually deliver on time, you're going to build a great relationship with that CTO, CIO, marketing, whoever you're dealing with, and they're going to refer you on to bigger and better things. Mm. And then the, the and then last, last one, it's echoing what you guys have said, is consistency in everything you do. Be consistent, but also remind yourself of intensity as well. Mm. So if you're going to do something, there are times, yes, in training, where yeah. intensity you doesn't go necessarily be, you go, mean balls to the wall. Yeah. It means balls to the wall for that specific situation. So yeah. if your session is purely mobility, Mm. let's say, yeah. well, I'm going to do my stretches properly, mm. you know, and if it's supposed to take 20 minutes, then I will take 20 minutes to do it and ensure that every rep is done correctly. Yeah. Doesn't mean I walk out burning a thousand calories and, mm. you know, look at my garment and go, oh my God, it's about to mm. explode. Yeah. But the intensity for that specific activity was mm. where it needed to be. It's perfect. It's just base building. Yeah. Creating that wider base so you can have better potential mm. for when you need to go beast mode. Exactly. You should right. always be in beast mode. You know? <laughs> Except for when you're sleeping, obviously. Yeah. And then you're obviously fighting Ukraine wars when you sleep, oh, according to the last podcast. Last week, yeah. 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 <laughs> Back in the USSR. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan the man, thank you for today. Thank you very Mate, much. Great this is great. On. Where do we find fun. you? What do, how, do we get to, how do we get through the, uh, the masses? Oh, like, if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at coach underscore Berg. Or you can go check me out at my website, ironbergperformance.com. Beautiful. And a reminder, it's also available in Denmark. Denmark is actually our highest percentage of listeners. Amazing, part amazing. Your, part of your Part, Viking part of the Scana- Scandinavians, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So you're, yeah. you're a simple- so all, all, everyone from Denmark can get 50% off for, for yeah, the first oh, three months. Careful. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> There's so <laughs> many. You're going to be inundated by the Danes and you have to actually put in Danish. Yeah. They don't have much tolerance for English. No, nah, no, Google Translate. Well, we're going to be on hiatus for a few weeks. I'm going to Bali on Wednesday. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, I'll be here, mate. I, you, maybe, maybe is it we this Wednesday? Solo. Is, this, is this this Wednesday you're yeah, gone? Should, should we dial in from Bali? I'll oh, get, a, could, get a few blue good. ticks on there. He'll get all over it, get some coaching programs for it. Yeah, yeah. I've got a few contacts. Sure. So how long are you in Bali for, Stewie? I'm there for 10 nights. So I've got a few 
things lined up. I've got a few mates over there as well. I'm going over with some of the C3 people, but no. I've got a few mates living there now. So um, I'm going to get whisked away to certain events, which will be really cool. No. I'll make sure that you guys see me drinking waters only on Instagram mm. and doing a yes. 20K run through the mountains at, I love uh, during it. the day. I love yeah. it. Make sure you post it all up. Yeah, get Strava. Yeah. You know, you can follow me. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to pay a few locals. <laughs> <laughs> to drive you up a little bit. And then, yeah, yeah, but I'm excited, perfect. man. I need the rest. It's been a, it's been a chaotic it's been few a weeks. Big, years. big year. Yeah, big year. We've, we've got some good news for Cher. We just raised uh, five million US today. That is exciting. Um, and we've got the deal for next year for the conference centers, which will be a huge amount. But we um we we got valued at a good good price. We had to give away about ten percent of the company for that. So wow. you can do the math. So mm. we're back, baby. Very I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I did that in forty eight hours because I was I had to I was meant to go off with a um, a public listed company, but they failed on their obligations. Mm. And I was, sat there last Thursday. I spoke to a few people in the past. And I raised that in 48 hours, man, which uh, I'm pretty proud of myself. Not well many done. people can do that. So Well done. Mm. Well done. Well done. Green well, beret here. Mate, the coconut waters are on you then, The eh? Polynesian background, they were scared yeah. I was going to come to them. <laughs> they saw Samoa in the rugby league world come and go, oh, he's got some anger in him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the Very coconut good. waters are definitely on me. Excellent. Yeah. Not, not for another six to eight weeks because that's when we get paid. So <laughs> until then, Milky Ways. And in the meantime, you can still submit your questions for the next episode of The Lion Theory. We'll try and punch out a few before Christmas. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So make sure the questions keep coming in as a reminder. There is a prize for every best round of questions. Well, who's the best question this week? Um, pronouns. Ooh, pronouns or Andrew Tate? That wasn't a, that was a part of the content that I wrote. Oh, I'm a content sorry. creator. Was, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you haven't realised, um, I reckon I'm going to go pronouns. I like the one exercise question. Yeah, actually, because it's a bit more of a, meant to be a bit more of a fitness focus. The one exercise question. Yeah, well, I'm going to go pronouns. So you guys win the the vote, and so that's going to go to uh, your brother. Oh, you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> so, so these things looked highly rigged. I got some controversy from last week because Liv won. I got a few messages saying, "Oh, you Luke's." So it sounds like the human. It sounds like human error and faults are coming in. I don't, I don't in. let Luke know the questions. I just copy and paste, and I don't show who they're from. So I'm not rigging this because I'd be giving it to my family members, Kate and Steak at home, and my dad whisked away in the Philippines, but. No, um, unfortunately not. Luke's uh, he's, he's got a, a fan base. Obviously, his brother sent about 48 questions in. I need to put five of them up. And, uh, and uh, yeah, good. Well done, Nicholas. He also put one other question up. Should oh, ca- should, catch- should cats do strength training or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're going to give you that time. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the creativity of that question. Anyway, guys, yeah. I've had enough. I'm so proud of you guys for being here. I don't know why I said proud. But proud. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of all of you. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in a few weeks when I come back san- uh, tanned and sand. Jacked and tanned. I've got sand all over me. Just remember, reason. if you can't tone it, tan it. Agreed. Right. Everything yeah. was thinner in black. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. That's the line. Thanks, Dan. For Thank this you very week. much. Thanks, Dan, the man. Cheers. See you all next week. Laters.